Good morning, everyone. This is Johnny Tan, author of From My Mama's Kitchen, Food for the Soul, Recipes for Living. Happy Wednesday and welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk radio show. Here's a quick announcement. Our June Heart-Centered and Passion-Driven Inspirations for Better Living digital magazine designed to help moms build a better future for themselves, their families, and loved ones is now live at inspirationsforbetterliving.com. This month's theme is Happy Graduation, Dream, Achieve, Become, and a Father's Day special tribute. The magazine offers inspirational stories from our dedicated team of experts to help you navigate your current situation with confidence in your motherhood journey as the COO, if not the CEO, of your family. So please go to inspirationsforbetterliving.com and treat yourself to some engaging, entertaining, and enlightening stories you deserve. As for our radio show today, my guest for this morning is Susan Miller. Susan is the founder of Astrology Zone, the popular website that has offered readers comprehensive monthly forecasts for 23 years. Astrology Zone is the most visited astrology horoscope site globally, and Susan continued to write every word in her warm, engaging, and optimistic style. There are 11 million unique visitors to the site with 120 million page views yearly. Twitter at Astrology Zone has 432,000 followers. Susan has appeared on Good Morning America, The View, Access Hollywood, Yahoo.com, Washington Post, Entertainment Tonight, Fox & Friends, CBS National, CNN's American Morning, CNBC's On The Money, and ESPN. Her articles are in The Huffington Post, Wall Street Journal, New York Observer, New York Times, New York Daily News, and she has featured profiles in magazines in China, Spain, Brazil, Italy, the UK, and Turkey. For our kitchen table conversation this morning, Susan and I will be talking about her remarkable life's journey, and Susan will present a detailed bird's eye view of 2023 and beyond, a comprehensive look at the remainder of the year and next, to help us plan our most important initiatives. Astrologers know that choosing the day we give birth to a venture or relationship will color its entire term. So let us see what the stars have to say about our future in our pursuit of happiness, blessings, and abundance. Good morning, Susan. Happy June, and welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. How are you doing? I was listening to you. Who is that girl? Is that me? <laughs> One thing, um, uh, it's not 24 years old. It's 27 years now. Oh, yeah. fantastic. Have, uh, a few more years under my bills on the Internet. <laughs> when oh. I started, there were no laws, nothing. Oh. It was like a bucking bronco. It's amazing. <laughs> Anybody lasted in the first 10 years, you know. Oh. But I love technology, and it's been amazing because I get to hear what people are thinking about and that's the best part you know listening fantastic that's really mm -hmm. wonderful well the last time we had our kitchen table conversation it was in march of 2022 i'm very excited to oh. have you join me this morning to talk oh. about the rest of 2023 and beyond and for the sake <laughs> of our new listeners let us start by getting to know you a little better please give us a quick walkthrough of your life from childhood to the present <laughs> moment and we do have the whole well, hour, by the way. <laughs> I never wanted anyone to know that I knew astrology. That was supposed to be a secret Aww. between my mother and I. Uh -huh. uh, she said, um, 
people may wonder about you, you know, but but they don't understand astrology because astrology is all based in math. You have mm-hmm. to kind of like math, especially mm-hmm. geometry, because you're looking at the planets. Um, I was born with a birth defect that was excruciatingly painful. And I, the doctors didn't know what was wrong with me. We later found out that I was bleeding internally. But in the meantime, for the first 14 years of my life, they would actually scream at me and tell me I was making it all up and there was nothing mm-hmm. wrong with me. Because when I wasn't bleeding, I was fine. And that's when I was in their office. But when I would have an attack, I wouldn't be able to move an inch in my bed, and they weren't mm-hmm. seeing me then. And they no. didn't have the equipment that they have now. You know, it's it, medicine's come a long way. <laughs> but um, when they did go in to, to find out what was wrong with my leg, uh, I spent 11 months in the hospital. And I couldn't go to school like normal, you know, high school. Mm-hmm. I did homeschool. The Board of Education works with kids like that. We didn't have the Internet yet, um, mm-hmm. but we had books, <laughs> which are just as good. And um, I, I took my tests in the hospital, you know, the Regents exams in New York State and um, the PSATs and the SATs. And, and after this huge ordeal, I went to college. I went to New York University. But during that part, the therapy was really grueling just mm-hmm. learning how to walk again and you'd be on the parallel bars and and it was so hard and then you'd be back in surgery and then you it was like groundhog day you're starting all <laughs> over again so my mom knew astrology she was quite an, a scholar mm-hmm. but never did consultations because again it was supposed to be our secret this is the German side of my family. My mother was born in America, but, you know, the math. The, yeah, you know, my yeah. grandfather was an engineer, uh, was an engineer. And then uh, the, the other side of my family is Italian, uh, Sicilian-Italian. That's a passion. <laughs> <laughs> and, but my mother was extremely warm and comforting and was really my cheerleader through this whole thing. And I uh, got really good with astrology. She said, you must study 12 years or you will not be any good. And, you know, during the pandemic, I saw Instagram explode with people who Mm -hmm. say, I'm an astrologer today. And I'm thinking (laughs) my mother would never approve. You have to put in the time. And and then you have to get accredited. There are three big organizations uh, in the world. The International Society for Astrologic Research, the Mm -hmm. National Council for Geocosmic Research, Mm-hmm. and the American Federation of Astrologers based in Tempe, Arizona. So you get you can get accredited from any one of the three. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. I'm the first one, I S A R I S A R. But mm-hmm. um there are too many people reading one book or and just charging <laughs> and giving out <laughs> advice and my do you know I I waited 20 years uh, constantly studying on the side with my mother and thinking about everything before I even charged for a chart. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know my my goal in life, my, my mission in life, mm-hmm. is to give the information through writing, mm-hmm. not through asking people to pay. Because when people come to you, they're in usually distress. And right. I don't want to add to their distress by asking for a payment. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, so yes. I 
I know that my job is to write, and that's why I write 40,000 words a month divided by 12 signs. So it's very <laughs> detailed. People say to me, how could all Aries have the same? You know, well, how right. could all Scorpios have the same? Well, I talk about specific birthdays each month. I'm very mm-hmm. detailed. So, um no, and it, actually, I was still going to keep it a secret. You might say, well, wait a minute. You made a pact with your mother, and now you have – I now I don't have 11 million. I have 13 million just on the website, and that doesn't include the app, so it's growing all the time. But um, these are unique readers, and, and 40% are men. <laughs> and a lot of people think that men don't love astrology. They do, especially up to 40 years old. 40 to 45 is the gray area. Because their families have socialized them out of it, but but young men mm-hmm. see the um, the value in it, and um, so you know I um, I really enjoy this. <laughs> Although I've had to give up a lot. I mean, because I post at the end of every month, mm-hmm. and that do you know when Thanksgiving falls, the end of the month. New Year's Eve, the end of the month. Christmas, the end of the month. I'm thinking, what was I thinking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so those are always high stress times for me. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, well, you're managing uh, a lot, you know, because I have a, an editor in chief and four editors who are very established in the publishing mm-hmm. world reporting to Edward, and he has to make sure they keep the tone correct or they mm-hmm. haven't missed a mistake that I made I might mm-hmm. say full moon instead of new moon so they have to correct that and right, call me right. right away you know right. I mean you're writing that much that fast although it takes me seven hours to write each sign so it's not that fast I'm, I'm <laughs> careful you know and uh, I'll tell you Johnny a secret when I have kind of a bumpy month like I did in mm-hmm. May of this year it mm-hmm. takes me even longer Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to sound like Chicken Little, the sky is falling. You right. know, but at the same time, I don't want people to be surprised and broadsided by tough turbulence. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's a very narrow road I walk, and mm-hmm. I have to, I have to inform, but not incite. So there's, you know, so I really am careful because, um, and also. Well, my sister said this to me. She said, you found the key to the universe. I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> she said, the older you get, the better you get. I'm like, well, that's mm-hmm. true because you have more experience. You've been through right. more more cycles. And you've also gone through those landmarks in life, bought your first apartment or bought, mm-hmm. had your first baby or whatever that first thing is, you know. Right, And right. Um, that's why you are better. As you get older, our culture does not value age. You go, I, I, oh my God! Can I stand on my little soapbox? <laughs> when I go to China, oh my mm-hmm. gosh! It's a they they send me tickets all the time. We're talking about mm-hmm. my going again this year in November. Mm-hmm. I have an agent in Beijing, and they they actually respect you more if if you're a little bit older. Even my mom had mentioned to me a long time ago, and very, very interesting, like you mentioned, respect for adults or older people that have lived life, right? And yep. the word that she used is very, very interesting. She said, no matter how much money you have or things that you have committed in life, I would have always tasted more salt of life 
than you have. And that's ah. living wisdom. The because salt I've of life. Yeah. I like what she said, how she put that. Yeah, it, and it's fascinating. Yeah. It? We don't like the trials and tribulations we go through, <laughs> but they're necessary. In astrology, Precisely. we get rewarded on a, mm-hmm. a pretty regular basis. I can tell when a period of reward is coming up. But we're also tested, and we're mm-hmm. tested in different ways. Sometimes we have a long-term dilemma. Sometimes it's short, and we have to come up with a solution quickly mm-hmm. and unexpectedly. We get all kinds of things in life, but life is so beautiful, such a gift, you know, and... Um, it's it, we can't let the the hard part overwhelm us. You know, I've been through really really hard parts too. When I married, I had a very successful man, uh, just loving and so wonderful. But then, after about five years, he stopped working. He went through a business failure, and it it affected him deeply. I think he needed psychiatric help, but he wouldn't go. And for the rest of our marriage, she never worked. So I had to be the breadwinner. And because I never went to high school, I had to teach myself high school, I was obsessed with really good education. So I sent my children to private school in New York City, which is a fortune. But you have, you sacrifice for your children. You know, you you have mm-hmm. to have your priorities in place. And I was willing to give up everything. I We didn't need a car. We're in New York. Don't need a car. <laughs> and I don't need a summer cottage. No, the Wi-Fi is terrible out there. Why would I want to go to the Hamptons? <laughs> you know? No, it's, um, you have to have your priorities, and, and you have to stick to them. But mm-hmm. I'm really happy that I put my children through really great schools and college and paid for all their student loans. That took mm-hmm. me seven years. But they give you a little coupon book, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you just go to the bank and pay a little bit more than they ask for. If you always add a little bit more, um, it goes down faster. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, you do the best you can. You have good months and bad months. But, you know, I, I at some point you will look back on your life and and you'll say, did did I contribute to other people or to mm-hmm. my family or to my community? You know, and, and you know, it really doesn't matter. You don't have to change the lives of millions of people. Just mm-hmm. your own child, you know, mm-hmm. or your or your mother or, or someone close, a good friend, you know, and um or maybe you you joined uh, something to help the environment or animals mm-hmm. or you know, but you try to leave the the world's a better place than when you came in, mm-hmm. you know. So, well, that's how I feel. Fantastic. I think, <laughs> I think creativity is the key. I told my children mm-hmm. that. If you can say, I created this, whatever it is, a piece of music, or mm-hmm. my, do- my one daughter uh, was the lead, the head producer, supervising producer of the James Corden show for music. Mm-hmm. So she oversaw all carpool karaoke. You know, as we know, James mm-hmm. Corden went back to England, and the show has <laughs> ended at the end of April. But you know, she won so many Emmys, six altogether, and and she she shaped the show in right. that respect, the music. So it doesn't have to be like a book you wrote or 
you know, you develop Ziploc bags or something like that, which are wonderful. <laughs> we use them. But, I mean, it could be anything. It could be right. that you worked hard to have your son go to college, and he's the first person in your whole family in all the generations to go to college. That's a huge accomplishment. So, really, it there's no, you know, one thing. It could be so right. many different right. things. Right. Yeah. So true. I'm so glad that you share all that because I think it really gives us an idea of who you are. And one of the things that I tell people is this. We are ordinary people, regardless of what we have accomplished in life per se, right? Right. Uh, in things of what we do, whether you're chairman, CEO, president of companies and whatnot, and whoever you are, area of specialty that is, whether it's a doctor and so forth. We are ordinary people doing extraordinary things because we made certain decisions and during pivotal moments we made some right decisions to help us navigate our life and we're here to help you navigate your life so that you will achieve the things that you want to achieve having said that so let's talk about 2023 please tell us about the beautiful (laughs) design the year ahead and so forth with this beautiful beautiful astrological calendar that you put out i love it oh my calendar it's a labor of love (laughs) you know The only way I can see the shape of a year is to study every single day, all 365 days. Mm -hmm. Now, not every day is as important as the one standing next to it, for example. So all the important days I write in the little grid, uh, well, you know, it's big enough for me Mm -hmm. to write several. I think we figured (laughs) that 57 words fit in there. I don't know, but some words are longer than others. But... um, I I, uh, really look at it. If people are interested in astrology, and I hope you are, um, Mm -hmm. look at those new moons. A new moon changes up the energy, brings new opportunity, opens new doors that had been locked before. So you want to pay attention to the new moon every month, and I tell you about it. And I even tell you how to use it the best way possible because that new moon, you get one new moon in each house of the horoscope there are 12 houses one for each month so for example if you're getting a new moon in your house of career uh, you know at the honors awards achievement uh, point in the chart that's the best time to look for a new job you only get one of those a year now some of those new moons are good some of them are a little flawed and i'll tell you like the one at the beginning of um, June had some problems with Neptune. And, uh, well, actually, it's not at the beginning of June. It's the middle of June. And I said, uh, you could get the job of your dreams, but they're leaving out information. They're not necessarily because they're trying to pull the wool over your eyes. No, no, they might have forgotten. So it's very important to know exactly what will be expected of you. Don't assume anything. Even ask, can I talk to some some employees, you know, some people I'll be working with just to get a good feel of the job. Or maybe you want to summarize what you heard. You know, so I'm going to um, tell you what to watch for. Uh, most new moons are, are really very, very positive. But we've had, uh, since March, we've had little cross currents going back and forth uh, good winds and troublesome kind of turbulent winds. 
So if you say my life's been like a roller coaster ride since the beginning of March, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> it's getting better. <laughs> July is better. August is better. September is glorious, uh, it, but not the first halves. Starting on the 15th, it gets really good. So, you know, you, you have to watch those new moons and full moons. Now, the other thing. We have one planet that everybody wants to know about, and mm-hmm. it's Jupiter, the giver of gifts and luck. And he's in Taurus this year for the first time in 12 years. So all the little Tauruses are having a, a they're really wonderful year. And if they say, well, wait a minute, it's not been that great. Well, it's because the eclipses have been in Taurus. We had a kind of hard one May 5th. And before that, we had one last year on November 8th, and Scorpio felt it too because they're on the same axis. By that, I mean they're 180 degrees apart, so they're on the same line. You know, they oppose each other. So what what affects one does affect the other, like two people on a seesaw. It's a very mm-hmm. good example. So they've been having a lot of life changes, and both signs are fixed signs. They don't like that. They like things to stay solid and unmoving. But, you know, we all have to get repotted once in a while. <laughs> the plant has to go into a bigger pot and more sunlight and better nutrients. So, so they're, but they're such a, a, a Taurus is so sweet. You know, they, they're practical, they're hardworking, and they're good with money. They are. They like to have their nest egg, and they're, they're really good about that. And, um, so they're going with the flow. And every once in a while, the universe does give us a little kick in the pants. We all go through it. Uh, but but Taurus is so lucky because they have Jupiter there as a safety net. And actually, if they're going through a change, they'll look back and say, oh, my gosh, they did me a favor by leaving that horrible apartment that I didn't really like, but my landlord sold the building, or, or that my my company moved to another state that I didn't want to move with them, and oh gosh, yeah. now I had to look for a job. Yeah, I mean, change is good, and there's usually a reason for it, and we have mm-hmm. to kind of look for that reason. Why did this happen? You know, mm-hmm. maybe the company wasn't doing well. Whatever. It doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. Let them keep their old job. You move to a better one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, now we look at Aries. Let's start with Aries because they're the yeah. bud, the beginning. Then they're going through a really good financial year. This is the year to ask for your due. What you think you're worth. You can make more money this year than you've ever seen. And a lot of it depends on what you did last year, because you were the celestial favorite last year, Aries. And this year, all the seeds you put in the ground last year are going to come up in the garden like Jack and the Beanstalk beans. (laughs) Taurus, you're planting the seeds now for when Jupiter goes into Gemini, which will happen in May, May 25th of 2024, next year. So keep planting those seeds, keep uh, contributing ideas to your company or starting your own company, new product lines, whatever services, whatever it is. But keep knowing that next year you start to see the results for what you're doing this year. Uh, Gemini, you have a quieter year because you're waiting in the wings 
to have the glittering crown put on you as the celestial favorite. But there's something else going on in your chart that's very important. Saturn, the planet of hard work and um, dedication, and and he he really is a taskmaster. I always think of George Balanchine, the choreographer of the New York City Ballet, who was so famous. He would pound his stick on the ground. He had a big, long stick that must have been about six foot tall. And he'd say, leap higher. Keep your knees straight. Point your toes. Your fingers need to be more graceful. Listen. Lift your chin. Your chin is down. How could these poor ballerinas remember all this? But they did. And he brought out the best in them. And that's what Saturn's job is. And guess what? Saturn has moved into Gemini's house of honors, awards, achievement, fame. It's at the very top of the chart where the 12 is on the clock, you know, up there. And it, it means that you will be tested because that's what Saturn does. He's a bit of a drill sergeant. But every win you get, every victory you achieve, Gemini, between now and 2026, this is a long trend, you will be able to keep forever. And the last time you had this in this house, it was 1995. I think to 1998, I'd have to look up, but it's always two and a half to three years. And... uh, when I had what Gemini has now, I started Astrology Zone. And here, 27 and a half years later, I still have my website. And it's just formed the basis of my life. So so this is a critical time for Gemini. And it's exciting. And they should, I think they will grab the opportunity and run with it. Now let's go to Cancer. Cancer is coming off a fabulous career year. They could do no wrong. Their boss is trying to figure out what's his, his or her secret sauce. This is crazy. They're they're batting a home run every day they come in. Yeah, they they have. It was their time. But Cancer would say, yeah, I know my career is good, but what about love? <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> when people have something great. They're like, well, well, what else? You know, I said, okay, okay. I wanted them to keep working on their career at the beginning of this year. But then come May 16th when Jupiter went into Taurus, um, just, you know, 2023, I said, then you get to play for a full year until May of next year. And I want you to change the way you work. Up until now, you've been sitting at your desk, writing proposals, writing, you know, kind of um, memos, um, and maybe you're hiring people. Oh, my goodness. Because they were doing so well, the way the company showed they loved them is to give them more work. So Mm -hmm. they they were juggling a lot. But now I want you to change the way you work. I want you to network. I want you to get out of the office. I want you to see people. I want you to join clubs, both social clubs and professional clubs. There might be one great professional club you could join, but also, you know, like a social club and where you meet more people. I want you to expand your circle because it will be good for you in so many ways. Also, cancers had... Pluto in opposition to their sun since 2008. Um, 90% of the cancers are done with that. The only ones that are feeling this are the ones born around the 18th, 19th, or 20th of July. 
they're right at the tail end of the sign, so Pluto's still hanging around, but even he is packing his bags, and Pluto will leave in January of next year, 24. So you're almost done. <laughs> and uh, and if you work on commission uh, cancer, or if you work in your own business and have to generate your own profits, You've had Saturn in the house of money, and it has held you down a little. And if you say, well, no, actually, I, I kind of did pretty well. No, you're going to do better, even better. So you have a lot to look forward to. Okay, you've got something going on with foreign people, foreign places. It's all good. They will support you. They will help you. They they demand a lot, yes, but they're supportive, and they want you to do well, and they will keep coming back to you. They might be clients overseas, whatever, foreign people, foreign places, and also the college market's lucky for you. Okay, so now we go to Leo. Leo had the most amazing month in May, and they all did something new. (laughs) Martha Stewart's a Leo, and she was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, (laughs) the swimsuit issue. I love it. She's 80. Go, Martha. Oh, I love it. Uh, She's my hero. I really love her. And I think... um, President Obama uh, did something with Netflix. I still have mm-hmm. to investigate that. He's, I think, making documentaries or something with his wife, um, uh, Mrs. Obama. So um, he's Leo. They're all in the news, and rightfully so. They have ideas, and they're getting funded or they're getting approved. And run with the banner, Leo. This is your best career year in 12 years. So now I know you've had, oh, these eclipses have been hard, you know, and and, uh, some of you had to move uh, unexpectedly or needed to get a pied-a-terre in another city because you just couldn't keep getting hotels. There, There were a lot of changes in Leo's life, but it's all coming out really well. Now, I think your income's going up, Leo. Keep checking with your accountant that you're paying enough taxes. The only bad thing, the downside, is that you're making so much money, but you're paying your old taxes, you know, the way you used to, and you probably owe more because you're making more. So just (laughs) check that. And even your investments will do well, but be careful. You know, just always check with your financial advisor. And um, But you have... The career is where the sweet spot is. Next year you can play. You'll have lots of invitations. But this year you're proving that you still got it in you. The wonderful part about Leo is they keep the child alive inside. And they teach us all to experiment and play and have fun with what they're doing. And that's why they do so well. Now you've got the Virgos. (laughs) (laughs) Virgo uh, wants stability. Um, they, they worked so hard on their career last year. A lot of what you did last year, Virgo, will start to come up in the garden this year. You really worked hard from August, the end of August last year, until March 26th this year. So that was a big, long stretch. You put in a lot of work. Now you can take your eye off the ball. Money is getting has gotten much better. You can travel this year. The best part of your chart is foreign travel, foreign people, international relationships. Even if you're home, you may be writing for a magazine that's put out in Paris or something of that sort. 
you're lucky, lucky, lucky with foreign people, foreign places. Some of you want to go back to graduate school. Oh, my gosh, you couldn't pick a better time to apply. And if you say, well, this school would never let me in. Oh, no, not with your cards. You're holding all aces. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you want to go to Harvard? Put in that application. Don't don't think you can't get invited. You have, you have a better choice than the rest of the Zodiac. You have an edge and ask for a scholarship. Don't don't just th- you know. Sometimes we assume too much, right, Johnny? We just mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll never mm-hmm. get it. You know, that's and true. You have to do it. You have to do it. So, and Virgo loves to learn. This is an intellectual sign. So they're happiest when they're learning. Now, Libra, I have some interesting. <laughs> Libra <laughs> has been so stressed out about money, and they every t- and they're so good about you know staying on top of things, but. Even so, even with their careful budgeting and making sure they're paying their taxes, taxes was a very bad part of their chart. But there were different parts. Uh, maybe it was a mortgage with flexible rates and that it went up through the roof with, with everything that's happening. Well, the very area, and it was the eclipses in, in November and in uh, April, May this year. We had two eclipses, especially the one May 5th. There was some real uh, kind of shock about money or maybe it was that your car was operating fine and all of a sudden the battery died and the mechanic says it's going to cost you five thousand dollars <laughs> and, and suddenly you're one he says lady maybe you should buy a new car like oh yeah it's easy for you to say that you know, so, <laughs> so you're wondering what to do you know and the very area that gave you so much stress I think the universe feels guilty because mm-hmm. Jupiter's coming in like Santa Claus and is reversing it, and the very area that gave you stress is the very area of greatest reward. And if you want to buy a house, uh, both this sign, Virgo and uh, Capricorn, those are the two signs, Libra and Capricorn, that that want to. And I thought it was a terrible time to buy a house, but I saw... Uh, Barbara Corcoran, one of the sharks, uh, mm-hmm. she's yes. made her whole career in real estate. She said, get in the game. Right now, nobody's buying houses. You'll get your pick. You'll find your dream house. You make your deal with the bank, and then you can renegotiate when the rates come down. I right. didn't think of that. Also, sometimes a seller has to sell a house. I remember when little mom died, my sister and I had to clear out her beautiful apartment, a co-op. We had to sell it because if we didn't, we'd have to pay the, you know, the common charges every month, maybe do maintenance, pay taxes. I mean, there are costs to having property. We had to unload it. Now, luckily, when mom died, it was 2012, so we didn't have this environment of high interest rates. But today, sellers know that it's hard for people, and they may lower the price for you. You know, Barbara always says you have to write that letter of how much you love that dream property <laughs> and what you're going to do with it. Write a heartfelt letter. It's not always about money. Right. So, uh, you know, so keep that dream alive. Banks will work with you, and so will your family, Libra. If you're almost close to making that down payment but don't have enough, ask mom or dad. And if you say, well, they've never given me a penny, 
There's exceptions. Come on, there's exceptions. You have really good, <laughs> really good aspects. Okay, the next one is uh, Scorpio. They had a really nice emotional life last year. Love may have came in, or maybe they had a little baby, and they learned about parenthood and taking care of a little tyke. Or maybe they have an older child who's doing so well in school or in college and uh, making you proud. You had a rich emotional life last year. This year is more about finding the right job for you the job that you feel comfortable in, that you feel you can grow and contribute to and feel you have creativity that you can share with others. And um, this is also the year when you could shed a few pandemic pounds. You you have the best aspects of the whole zodiac for losing a little weight. And I'm not saying with drugs or anything, just – portion size. And I'm not even telling mm-hmm. you to exercise 18 hours a day. No. Just watch those portion sizes. And uh, and books can tell you what, you know, how many cups of broccoli you should have or whatever it is. But, mm-hmm. you know, by eating right, because Jupiter, the giver of gifts and luck, is in your house of health, you'll feel satiated. When you're giving your body what it wants, it's happy. And it doesn't give you all those cravings. So you take a look into that, and uh, this is the year to feel really tip-top. Now, you've got Sagittarius. Sagittarius had a big love year last year. Uh, This year it's about getting great assignments, uh, really top-notch, the ones that everybody else in the department says, why is she getting all those great, you know, (laughs) well, she earned it. (laughs) She earned it. Uh, This is also a year that uh, Sag could take up a new sport and really give you a lot of fun. This is an athletic sign. It's also the sign that most embodies the Greek ideal of strong mind, strong body, strong spirit. Mm -hmm. They say that exercise is so good for you. Um, It it lifts your mood and it, uh, it it really keeps everything working. And if you think that you know, working out is taking away time from your job. Actually, it's part of your job because it brings <laughs> energy to your brain, which is a good thing. Right. So look into that, Sag. And Sag loves to travel. You will get a chance to travel. Um, actually, um, I think this summer, August particularly. So, um, you know, they're happiest when they're holding a, a a ticket to a foreign land they've never been to. <laughs> so look into internet deals. I know a lot of people are traveling in the summer, but see your your um your biggest job opportunities are going to come in September. So I don't want you to go away in September, especially in the second half. You can go away the first 15 days, but after that you got to be home because that new moon September 13th is going to trigger job opportunities, wonderful ones where you get a step up. Now, Capricorn, meanwhile, back at the ranch, you're thinking about your home. You think maybe you want to trade up for a bigger space or a smaller. Some people like to downsize. Uh, that, or you may want to redo your garden, your, your all your landscaping around your home, or renovate your kitchen, or buy a new couch, or some really handsome new furniture. 
for Capricorn home is where the heart is and tremendous family support too. If you've been a little concerned about the health or well-being of one of your parents, Jupiter's going to help with that. But actually, Jupiter was helping with that. I think you're you're settled with that, but now you're you've feathered your nest and you're going to invite love in. The first half of the year was home. After May 16th, the focus became love, fun, enjoyment, having people over, being with your children more. You know, we're all, we we live such busy lives. It's really nice to take a week, take a family vacation, or do something with the kids in your own city, take them to the museum, or just build a memory. This is your time. You know, Capricorn is the one sign that's so ambitious. They really care about their career and their reputation. And they usually scale great heights. The little goat goes right to the top of the mountain. Plato called Capricorn the philosopher king. Uh, He is very good to the people in his employ. Makes a great leader. All right, Capricorn, you're not going to lose any momentum by taking a little time from now until next May for yourself and be more with your family. If you're going through a divorce and you're worried about custody, relax. The children are going to be protected. Have faith that you and your soon-to-be ex will come to a good, fair conclusion. The children will not be harmed. Go slow, but you will find you get the perfect answer. And children are more resilient than we give them credit for. So stop worrying. And if you're a Capricorn who wants a baby, this is the best year you could ever imagine (laughs) to have a baby. So, yes, I'm definitely recommending it. We have two signs left. Aquarius is moving. Uh, Many of them are moving. Probably if they didn't move in May, in November, the eclipses are causing a lot of emphasis on the home and on their job. They're moving up. You know what it is? Some of them have to relocate to take the big job. Some of them are taking the big job in their city, but wondering, how am I ever going to keep everything going at home? When I have these new responsibilities, well, the answer is there are times in our life we have to hire help. Yes, there's times in our life we can't put away money because we're we're just in a spending period and it's hard. We have to pay for childcare and it is the highest expense next to buying property. It's 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 really expensive. But do yourself a favor at the first three four months, get extra extra help. Just to relieve the stress, you can focus on the job. You're getting a new job. You know that. You may already be in it, uh, but home needs a little bit more attention. But you're lucky with it. You're going to find the perfect nanny, the perfect helper. Maybe you get a college girl over the summer who wants to make a little extra money for clothes in the fall. Perfect time to look. You know, a mother's helper, they call it. And you could be home. You're home with the children. It's it's good, you know. Um, I know Aquarius is very concerned about money. If you feel your boss is being very tight-fisted and won't give you a raise, this is not about you. It's about their whole balance sheet. They want to keep you. They just don't have the money right now. Eventually it will come, 
but you have to decide, <laughs> and, and I wait. The only thing I can tell you is wherever you go, because you have Saturn in the second house of salary, everybody's going to seem a little stingy. So ask for more than you think you can get and then negotiate down. I mean, you know, you have to compromise. Most of us do in life. Mm -hmm. But if you start high enough, you, <laughs> you'll probably make out okay. You're definitely worth it. You're the sign of the future. We all have to catch up with you. You have your eye on the distant horizon, and we are catching up with you. Now, Pisces. Pisces has Saturn in Pisces now. This is the first time in 29 years that they've had this aspect. Okay, think back 29 years. What were you doing? Okay, maybe you're too young. Say, I was a toddler. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think astrology affects you until you're about 12, you know, so so don't worry about that. <laughs> you're, you, just, you're going to accept new responsibility. People will give you more respect. Uh, you'll take a new status in life. Some Pisces will get married. Some will become new mothers. Some will buy their first house. Others will write their first book or start a business. There's different things you could do. You're not going to do them all, but you pick one that really forms the foundation to your life. The ones that are feeling it the most in 23 this year are the ones born in February. Next year, 2024, the people born March 1st to March 10th will feel sadder the most, and then the rest of the Pisces will feel it most in 2025. That's how it works. You don't feel Saturn the whole three years. You feel it when he's over your head, so to speak, mm -hmm. within five degrees plus or minus. So, um, you know, but uh, you have Jupiter in the house of writing and communicating. What's going on, Pisces? Are you starting a podcast? Are you writing a book, a screenplay, an article? Something having to do with writing and speaking is the key to the golden nuggets that lie beyond the golden door. So think about communication and how you can harness it. Oh, I know. Many of you are great with social media. You could be a, a social media manager for a company and help manage their social presence. There's so many things you can do. Find something that would make you happy because this is an important ear for you, Pisces. Okay, that's it. Fantastic. That's really <laughs> wonderful. An excellent rundown. But we're looking at that as, in a way, general because then the next yeah. – thing to it is specific birthdays and so forth. Mm -hmm. that are going through the most are born near April 19th. Yeah. And that's my daughter. Ah, having lost okay. her job because James ah. went away. And, and she yeah. lost it a week after the eclipse. Oh, but wow. she knew it was coming. But then the people born around May 5th, plus or minus mm -hmm. five days. Then the next eclipses coming are much milder. Mm -hmm. October 14th. And October 28th. Mm -hmm. So those are, uh, the eclipses are moving out of Taurus Scorpio and into um, uh, Aries Libra. Mm -hmm. So that change, eclipses, they said, what, what about, what's about these eclipses? I wrote a whole story about it on my website. And I tried, I went on to Google. I was wondering if Google knew I wrote it. So I wrote, How to Deal with Eclipses by Susan Miller. 
I thought, does it know? Bingo, it comes up first. <laughs> so you don't even have to look around for it. Just Google it, how to deal with eclipses. And I give you all these tips. I write a paragraph, and I numbered all of them. So if mm-hmm. you're busy, <laughs> you could read the first five and say, okay, I'll go back to number six after I pick up the children from school. You know, like, I made it mm-hmm. really easy for people. But one of the most graphic ones, I'll give you an example of one mm-hmm. of the ones that I got. Let's say you go to a, a, you know, you're on vacation. Maybe you're in Arizona, someplace beautiful, and uh, you want to ride a horse. But, you know, you're a city girl. You've never ridden a horse. Say to the man, well, is there a horse that's safe for me? Oh, sure. This older horse, he's so gentle. Yeah, and there's a path, a beginner's path. Right over there, see where the sign is? You, you'll go through a, a beautiful wooded area. It's cool, the leaves, the sun kind of filters through. You'll just love it. There's a little tiny fence that he has to jump over, but he knows how to do it. It's just nothing. So, um, and he goes slow. So why don't you try him? I thought, okay, that sounds good. Well, you're in the, you're in the forest now. <laughs> and, oh, it's so gorgeous. You can't believe it. You're smelling the sweetness of the forest. But wait a minute, you're coming to that, what he called a little wall. This is not a little wall, it's five feet tall. Oh my God. But before you can hold the the reins and get him to stop, the horse says, oh, there's the wall. I know what I'm doing. And he's leaping over the wall. And before you know it, you're flying through the air. You're like, oh my God. But then you're down on the ground. The horse is fine. You're fine. You're counting your fingers and toes. They're all there. And he keeps going. That's an eclipse. <laughs> you do something you didn't think you could do. And actually, you feel pretty proud of yourself. <laughs> so oh, yeah. That's one mm-hmm. example that I give in my list. I think I try to make it enjoyable and not mm-hmm. encyclopedic and dry. You oh, know, sure. And to give sure. you examples of, and but I do give very specific um you know, mm-hmm. things to keep in mind. You know, when you're walking on a tightrope from one part of life to another, you know, change is new. Nothing in your past has ever given you any experience. You look straight ahead. You're on that tightrope. You don't look down. That's a terrible idea. And you don't look left or right. You look straight ahead. You keep that goal in mind. I have to get to the other side. And you do. And you feel like a million dollars when you do. I know it's hard. I know there are many things in life that are very, very hard. Mm -hmm. And you wish you weren't going through it. But I remember my mother saying to me when I was so sick, um, I've had 40 blood transfusions. I mean, I have so many. And I said, Mama, I was 14, I said, I feel like I'm on a raft in high seas in the middle of the night. The waves are 15 feet tall. And I don't even know which way land is. My mother said to me, oh, you'll find your way to land. And when you get to the shore, you're going to see I'm standing there waiting for you. I'm going to help you. Oh, that gave me such a good feeling. And that's what I want to give my readers. I want to give my readers everything my my little, kind, gentle, encouraging mother gave to me. You know, so I know it's hard. Many, many people right now are walking on glass. I know. Mm -hmm. I've done it. I mean, nobody escapes this in life. You go through some 
some really harrowing times that makes you reach in and pull out the most strength you have ever had. But then it never leaves you. If you've ever talked to your grandma and you say, <laughs> Grandma, oh, I'm going through such a horrible time and this is happening and that's happening. And she'd listen patiently and she said, oh, that happened to me in 1945. And then she'd laugh a little. It worked out. <laughs> she, she, she can laugh because she has gone through that. She said, oh, yeah, I was really worried. But no, no. It, <laughs> you know, like they say, God doesn't give us anything we can't handle. We can figure it out. We can. And if we can't, we're supposed to ask for help. And you can get help from many quarters. Not only, yes, psychiatric help is wonderful. But you <laughs> say maybe insurance doesn't pay for that. There are government programs. Well, insurance does pay for that, but if you don't have health insurance, government programs are in, in place. Sometimes talking to a priest or a rabbi, you need spiritual kind of uplifting. Uh, maybe you want to know more about what the Bible says about something you've, you're going through, or maybe you want to talk to your best friend. Talking is good. I think women know this because when we talk about a problem, it helps us see the structure of it. We're not always asking for a cure. We're just getting it out. And by talking about it, it does help us see it in a new way. Your friend may ask a few questions, and you're like, wait, you're right. Wait a minute. You know, it makes you think a different mm -hmm. way. So it's good to reach out to people. You know, there are two Fantastic. signs that don't reach out, Cancer and Scorpio. And they, they're like little kittens that get all wound <laughs> up in their own yarn, and then they can't get out of the yarn. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you have a Scorpio or Cancer husband, child, um, you know, any best friend, and they're having a problem, gently, gently try to draw them out. They're, they'll be resistant. These two signs are very, very private. But just say, mm, I may have some ideas. I mean, you'll make the final decision, but I maybe can offer you some ideas. You know, and Fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's good for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, where can someone go to buy the beautiful <laughs> astrological calendar and get more information about you and your services and keep up uh, with your latest uh, happenings? Sure. Well, I give away an awful lot for free. You can mm -hmm. go to astrologyzone.com mm -hmm. or you can. A lot of people like to look at my work on their their phone. But, you know, it's so much more secure in this day of people hacking phones. And, look, we're listening to a poor Prince Harry saying he got hacked his phone. So, you know, because he's on doing a trial right now. Get my app. They are totally secure. Apple, when you put a product on Apple or Google, the companies tested, especially Apple. They put it through, whoa, so many vigorous tests to see if they can break it. or You know, they do all kinds of things. Behind the scenes, I don't even know what they do, but I know <laughs> it takes two weeks. And they talk to my team if they have any questions. They have questions that sound Japanese to me, but my team understands it. <laughs> my app team in Santa Monica. And um, so it's called astrology zone horoscope now it's free but the really good portion of it is premium 
and that is uh four ninety nine a month uh which is approximately a dollar a week less than a cappuccino a month <laughs> and uh four ninety nine a month I give thirty percent to Apple and Google, which is worth it. You're nothing without them they're a great partner they're my retailers and um just put in Susan Miller in the apple app store and and or or the Google Play Store, and my name comes up first. And I also have Moonlight Phases, which tells you when the moon is void, of course. It tells you all about why do you have to worry about that. You only have to worry about it if you're having a big interview or sending in a a manuscript you hope will be published or you're getting married. Not to have a baby. It's always good to have a baby. (laughs) It's always good to be born. You know, that's... It's more for life events that you're planning or to close on a house, mm-hmm. like, for example. Mm-hmm. So you get Moonlight Phases, that's $8, and you never have to buy it again for the rest of your life because, it, well, it goes to the year 2050, so that's pretty long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every day of the year is covered until then. And mm-hmm. both my apps have GPS in it, so if you travel to Paris or Tokyo or wherever you're going, it will give you the right information depending on your location, because mm-hmm. astrology is based on that. I also wrote a book called The Next 200 Years. And the next time I talk to you, mm-hmm. I want to talk about how much society is going to change in the next 200 years. It's on Kindle. It's also on bookbaby.com, depending on what device you have, a Nook or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're listening in a foreign country, it has your – bookbaby does all the, the devices, but if you don't like devices, it'll send you <laughs> a PDF <laughs> for mm-hmm. the people who say, I don't, I don't buy a, you know, any devices. Okay, you could still read it. And um, But there's big changes, as we're seeing with AI and, and mm-hmm. driverless cars, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. So I tackle it. Uh, there and my calendar is on the front page of my website it's better to go through your computer uh, and you'll click on it it is not available anywhere else it's twenty six ninety nine. you know I can't have it on Amazon because it's so expensive to produce I use the finest archival papers it's stunningly beautiful the, the inks and I pay the most expensive fashion artist they're just beautiful images, and um, I just can't afford to pay any retailer. Uh, well, I have a few small retailers, bookstores, that I, I am willing to help Yeah, If you're a book uh, company, uh, you know, a book shop, and you want to sell my calendars, I can help you and, and, and tell you what your profit will be. And they sell themselves. Believe me, they're gorgeous. Um, so, And it's a wall calendar. And this way, see, I think women like to know, like, oh, I'm planning an anniversary party for my mom and dad. What would be the best weekend? I write every word so you can look on all the weekends and see when you see I write something that sounds good to you. Fantastic. uh, You know, there's lots of ways. Oh, and I'm on Discord. You have Mm -hmm. to try Discord. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. Discord is different, and it you need an invitation, but it's in my news from Susan Miller right above your horoscope. Go online. It's easier than in the app. Just go online, and you get the invitation. 
You'd have to probably go on YouTube and learn a little bit about Discord. The good thing about Discord, and a lot of people don't know this, let's say you're on Twitter, and I have 517,000 people on Twitter. If Elon Musk decides to close it tomorrow, which he's not. I mean, everybody loves Twitter. He's not going to do that. But let's make believe. I would lose all my contact with those readers. On Discord, you can take them with you wherever you go. Now, I just started, so I have 5,300. And a typical night when I have an Ask Me Anything chat, literally by voice, well, you can hear me and I can hear you and I can hear all the people. And I have a moderator help me to call on different people. Uh, that, And I spend between two and three hours. I'm having one this Sunday at 5 o'clock. It, uh, you can ask me anything you want, anything at all. And um, and we all learn from each other. And most of the people on Discord, I was so surprised to see, are either in Australia or in Europe. And they have, well, Silicon Valley is well represented. One girl said she works for NASA studying sun flares. Uh, a young man said he works in Detroit designing cars. It's interesting. I ask everybody what they do. I'm always so curious. And beautiful professions and I've made friends on Discord. I've made friends on Twitter. I mean, it's fun to be on social media. I tend to have fantastic. a nice, nice group. So wonderful. I keep That's safe really fantastic. <laughs> wow, <laughs> fantastic! That's really wonderful. That's wonderful. So, that really is. So, As we anyway. close this hour, since our show is about people, family, and living life, would you like to share a recipe for living with our listeners this morning? Oh well. The most important thing I think for me is my religion, my mm-hmm. my upbringing, and trying to always do the right thing and never make a decision out of fear. Always go for courage. Just go for truth and courage because everything will fall in alignment if you do. If you make a decision out of fear, oh, I'm afraid he'll say this or that if I do that, no. Just do the right thing, and everything will fall into place, too. Fantastic. Susan, <laughs> thank you for the great recipe for living and for spending this hour with me on From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. To all thank our you. listeners, please join me next Wednesday morning, June 14, at 10 a.m. Central Time, U.S. My guest will be Dominic Domingo. Dominic is a veteran Disney feature animation artist and live-action filmmaker whose award-winning narrative nonfiction essays and short stories have been included in anthologies. Dominic and I will be having a conversation about his remarkable life's journey and the release of his two new books, Language of the Soul and The Seeker. For additional information about this show and future shows, please go to FromMyMama'sKittenTalkRadio.com. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed week. Susan, it's been a true pleasure. Thanks again. <laughs> thank you. It's been thank really you. wonderful I'm information. to hear from you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> have a blessed day. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.